listen to all that cash I saved shopping at my local big deal store. I know what you're thinking. Jenny, tell me more. Well, this is a secret I love sharing. Shop your local big deal store from your phone, computer, or tablet for gift certificates at discounted prices. Automotive, pets, retail, groceries, entertainment, outdoor, restaurants, services, travel, health, beauty. It's all there. Shop and soon you'll be saving too. Go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com and click on the big deals logo for instant savings. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit mineralareadoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at mineralareadoor.com. Serving you since 1978. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Good morning to you. Good to be here. Thanks for tuning in this morning to KFMO AM 1240. Remember this hour after we complete news and sports, we're going to begin the uh, third segment of the year in review for 2023. So you can keep up with, uh, well, memory, I suppose, you know, memories of what happened last year, the important stories that we covered here in the news studio at uh, KFMO, our newsroom, news department. So, tuned in for uh let's see that would be july august and september we'll be covering today for you as well as our other guests throughout the morning it's all coming up here on am 1240 now it's thursday yes it's january 4th yes it is it is and i've wondered about this because that kind of played a part in my life with uh, just my health, I guess. I, I do some things to try to stay healthy. I try to eat certain things. I and mean, some people laugh at me because they know me and they see me eating something weird and they go, I thought you tried to eat healthy. Uh, yeah, I do, but I also eat this good stuff. Then sometimes I'll break the diet just a little bit and I'll eat something that's maybe not considered something healthy for you. But uh, yeah, you have to little bit, have a little variety. And uh, I've always, ever since it, first came out I've always drank a certain type of soda and I've always thought you know did this how how has this affected me all my life because I kind of lean towards that when I get thirsty uh, here's something to maybe back me up and I don't know for sure but a 101 year old veteran says the key to youth is soda well uh, I don't know really I, I'm I said it probably wasn't right, but we're thinking that every doctor in the world would disagree with us, of course, but this guy's still alive. According to a 101-year-old Army veteran, the secret to long life is Dr. Pepper. (laughs) He served his country for 59 years and still volunteers at the VA Medical Center in California, and he still swears by Dr. Pepper. So go ahead, grab yourself a can. Some people say, oh, I couldn't stand to do that. I just don't like Dr. Pepper. Maybe it's, maybe you should just find something you like and try that. I don't know. This deserves some testing, I think. So I'm headed back to the soda machine later. 
uh, for a test of my own. Stay tuned. We'll have news up here in just a moment. As a matter of fact, uh, we're working on that, getting that together for you. There's some interesting story I need to pass on that'll be coming up in news, too. I'll just give a tease about this. Uh, Earl Mullins, the proprietor of the Space Museum and Grissom Center at Bon Terre, was on the air with us a day or two ago, and he tells me that NASA is planning to go back to the moon. And I thought at first, oh, whoopee doo doo doo, big deal. I guess they're going to build a base where we'll have commerce and somehow that will help us get from, you know, point A to point B with whatever. Well, it's much more than that. He explained that it's in preparation for an eventual trip to the red planet, Mars. So that's pretty exciting. And we'll have more information about that in our newscast. We have a news story running where Earl Mullins talks about what NASA's going to do, how they're going to test certain equipment on the Artemis spacecraft to make sure that it can stand a, a planetary jump like a trip to Mars. So that'll be coming up for you. As well as more things, going to have a discussion about the broadcasting of sports at AM 1240, what games we have coming up. We'll check that for you in a moment or two. And more things as well. Maybe the Jokelopedia will return. It's uh, been off for a little while because of the holidays. You know, the elves were pretty busy, but they're back in the studio, as I said earlier, so maybe I can talk them into coming up with something for the Jokelopedia. In the meantime, let's have a newscast next at KFMO. Oh, what is that stench? <gasps> oh, Boogie, you smell terrible. Phew. Dogs can stink up the whole house when not properly groomed and bathed. Take them to Pawfection Pet Grooming where your fur child looks and smells perfect. Ew, Boogie, have you been eating the trash? Make Pawfection Pet Grooming your first choice for all pet grooming needs. Give them a call today at 573-482-0163. Pawfection Pet Grooming in Park Hill. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials like ham and beans or chicken and dumplings or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees such as their all-you-can-eat catfish, country fried steak, hand-cut ribeye steaks cooked just the way you like, or maybe you want a simple burger and fries. Or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. Dine in, call ahead, or hit the drive-thru. It's the Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Thursday, January 4th, and in our newscast, we're going to hear about NASA, as we told you, going back to the moon in preparation for a trip to Mars. Also, a Farmington man was struck by a vehicle on Flat River Road last night in St. Francis County. We'll have more details and employers can sign up now for the Missouri Job Center and Mineral Area College's spring hiring event that will be held in April. An employee services manager and marketing specialist for the Job Center at Park Hills, Deborah Thompson, says employers who wish to be a part of the program 
can definitely get involved now. We are looking for employers who are hiring, and we are opening up registration for this event. It usually brings in about 200 job seekers, give or take a few, but it is a huge event for for the Farmington, Deloge, Bonterre area. Registration usually fills up pretty fast. The Missouri Job Center Mineral Area College Spring Hiring Event is set for April 3rd. For more information, contact the Missouri Job Center or Mineral Area College. A Farmington man, 41-year-old Javon M. Hodges, is recovering from moderate injuries. He was struck by an SUV in St. Francis County Wednesday night just before 7 o'clock. According to Highway Patrol reports, Hodges was crossing Flat River Road south of Hunt Road when the SUV driven by 44-year-old Charles L. Lynn of Farmington struck him. Hodges was taken to Parkland Health Center at Farmington. Lynn was not injured. NASA will be sending a new space mission back to the moon in preparation for a trip to Mars. The owner of the Space Museum and Grissom Center at Bonterre, Earl Mullins, says the crew will be testing the Artemis spacecraft for a trip to the Red Planet. They're going to do a couple of things. They're going to do a couple of very long elliptical orbits to make sure that uh, their deep space network, uh, uh, communications network works. And then they're going to go on a loop in what they call a free return. Uh, it's a figure eight around the moon that gravity does everything. They don't have to worry about a rocket engine or anything like that. Mullins explains the Artemis launch's schedule for this November. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Thursday, January 4th, 7:15. Let's see what's happening as uh, predictions and conditions in the weather forecast right now uh, from our KFMO B104 Weather Center. We're looking at a temperature of 32 degrees, and that's what it feels like because uh, we don't really have any winds affecting a wind chill this morning. The humidity reading is 73%. Winds out of the northeast, 6 miles per hour. Still not uh, really not much going on. Uh, barometric pressure 30 and 31 hundredths inches. Today it's going to be cloudy for a while, but gradually become mostly sunny, the high 40 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy, 24. Friday, a slight chance of snow after 3 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high of 41. So you can see from that, we have little or no snow accumulation expected, even with the possibility of more Friday night. Rain and snow likely mainly before midnight, cloudy, the low 30. The chance of precipitation Friday night, 60%. As I said, little or no snow accumulation expected. Saturday, mostly cloudy with a high of 45 degrees. Sports is next with Jared Pettis at KFMO. Stick around and check the website, too. That's KFMO.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Boys basketball from Wednesday, the Bourbon Tournament and semifinals. Valley Caledonia beat Liberty Christian 80-43. Valley will play Vienna in the championship game on Friday from Bourbon. Regular season basketball, North County falls to Jefferson and Bonterre 71-56, while St. Vincent on their home floor beat the Valley Catholic Warriors 67-57. And it was a Jefferson Blue Jays sweep over MAAA schools. On the girls' side, the Lady Jays beat Kingston the Lady Cougars 55-19. And the Valley Catholic Warriors topped the Crystal City Lady Hornets 60-24.
Boys and girls wrestling in the Farmington tri-match on the boys' side. The Knights go 2-0, and on the girls' side, they go 0-2. While in the Washington tri-match, the North County Raiders on the boys' side go 0-2, while the Lady Raiders went 1-1. And boys and girls wrestling from St. Genevieve, the Dragons fall to Hillsboro on the boys' side, 48-27. But on the girls' side, the Dragons are victorious over the Lady Hawks, 54-12. Coming up today on the local side, a broadcast game on girls basketball as the Bismarck Lady Indians host the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors. Our coverage will begin with pregame about 5.30 with tip-off at 6 o'clock. That's from Bismarck in a small school rivalry matchup. We'll have that again tomorrow, but on the boys' side when Kingston plays West County. Our coverage tonight can be heard on AM 1240 KFMO, online at kfmosports.com, and on your mobile device on the KFMO app. Jefferson is at Arcadia Valley on the girls' side. The West County Lady Bulldogs host the Central Lady Rebels. Dexter is at Farmington against the Knights, and the North County Lady Raiders host Jackson, while the Potosi Lady Trojans are at home against Sullivan. And boys' basketball, Arcadia Valley is at Valley Catholic for a small school showdown. Boys and girls wrestling, Potosi, Dexter, and St. Clair all battle Central in the Central Quad match. From there, the Ice and Enterprise Center and the St. Louis Blues play the Vancouver Canucks tonight. Coverage on B104.3 at 6.30, puck drop at 7. The Blues will then head out east. They'll play Carolina on Saturday on the road. All the action for the Blues this season heard on your home for the Blues in the Parkland, B104.3. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs play on Sunday, wrapping up the regular season against the Los Angeles Chargers on the road. Coverage on KFMO starts at 2 with kickoff at 3.25. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid says he doesn't want to minimize the game Sunday just because some key players will be sitting out. This is not a less important game. It's just different guys in, in important positions playing the game and uh, and playing well. So it's you don't you don't just throw these games out. That's not what we're doing with that. Chiefs quarterback Blaine Gabbert on getting that start Sunday along with a number of other backups for the Chiefs. It's a great opportunity and. I told the young guys how to walk through, just have fun. A lot of guys are going to have a great opportunity to go play for the first time, make a start for the first time, right? And um, I've been fortunate to start quite a few games in the NFL, and these opportunities don't come around very often. And um, just make the most of them, have fun, cut it loose, and just go play ball. Again, the Kansas City Chiefs play the Los Angeles Chargers on the road Sunday on KFMO. That wraps up the regular season. The Chiefs, AFC West Division champs, eight straight seasons after their win Sunday over the Cincinnati Bengals. And with more on the Chiefs, it's time for your final regular season, Minute with Mitch, the radio voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's Mitch Holtis. It's time for a Minute with Mitch as we take a moment to discuss football with a play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's presented by Hy-Vee, the proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. I saw the tweet just after the schedule release in May and I thought, yeah, you know, that's going to be tough to deal with, but then I dismissed the thought. Until now. Warren Sharp, an NFL analyst, wrote from week 12 of the season through week 17, the Chiefs will have less rest than their opponent for six consecutive weeks. I would add the opposing team in December also has more days to prepare. The Packers had 10 days to get ready for the Chiefs. The Bills had two weeks. The Patriots had nine days. The Raiders had 11 days. The Bengals last week had nine days to prepare. Hadn't seen that before. Why? According to Sharp, it hasn't happened in 35 years. All the networks want the hottest teams in their best slots, but the NFL has to be diligent to make sure the Chiefs or any team is not scheduled into a significant disadvantage on This Minute with Mitch. Make your next tailgate tail great. Go Chiefs!
with help from Hy-Vee, proud sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. This football season, find all of your tailgating needs at your local Hy-Vee. From chips and beer to the freshest meat and seafood in town, the culinary pros at Hy-Vee take all of the guesswork out with pre-made dips, snacks, and more. And don't forget to stop by the bakery for a wide assortment of sweet treats. Tailgating has never been easier with help from your local Hy-Vee. Also remember, your local Hy-Vee is the place to find the highest quality beef, hand-selected and sourced from family farms throughout the Midwest. When it comes to beef, Hy-Vee goes the extra mile to bring affordable, tender, and delicious flavor to every tailgate and grill out. Stop into your local Hy-Vee to find Angus Reserve, Choice Reserve, and Prime Reserve beef options for your next gathering. Hy-Vee, proud sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, the Chiefs and Chargers on KFMO at 2 on Sunday, kickoff at 325. NCAA basketball, the Missouri Tigers begin conference play on Saturday when they host the Georgia Bulldogs. Dennis Gates is the Tigers head coach. What does he need to see from his team in conference opener? Our better three-point shooters got to knock down shots. Um, you know, when, when you have Noah Carter who shoots the ball, we know he can shoot the ball. We've seen him shoot the ball, but, you know, uh, hopefully he's gotten it out of his system, all of his misses, and he's due for a game. Uh, likewise, we need everyone who brings something to the event to bring it. Tip-off Saturday is high noon in the conference opener, Missouri and Georgia. And keep it NCAA basketball for the St. Louis University Billikens and Travis Ford and his bunch fell to Loyola on their home floor 80-73. The Billikens now 7-7 seven and seven, and Travis Ford says SLU got outplayed by Loyola. One winning characteristic, you can move it on to the next play and have some fight to you. It's okay to be upset, but you got to be upset in the right way. Have some grit and grit about you. But it's it, it was just all about toughness and speed and quickness. Is just they had the edge. They had the edge on that for most of the night. Coach Ford says his team needs to play more consistent, and team health is an issue right now. We recognize that. And we see it. We're we're coaching that every day to try to get it, and hopefully at some point it clicks for the whole team. It's not one or two guys. It's you know the whole team understand what it takes for this team to be successful consistently. And it will start by getting everybody healthy. The Billikens are at George Mason on Saturday for a 1 o'clock tip-off. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Shop local, buy local, save deals. It's not every day you can save money. Oh, wait, you can. Hi, Jenny here from Big Deals. When you shop Big Deals, you'll save money every day on dozens of gift certificates from local businesses like these. Diamonds and More Jewelers in Farmington, the Sand Trap Indoor Golf Club in Park Hills, Domino's Pizza, and Midwest Sports Center. For the Parkland's Big Deals online store, go to our websites, kfmo.com or b104fm.com. You're going to stay tuned because we have... Uh... News coming up in a bit, but before we get there, we will feature the year in review, July, August, and September, the third segment of the program, next here on AM 1240 KFMO. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time, 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. 
chance of rain and snow to start and then just a slight chance of rain this afternoon. Our highs will be right around the upper 30s. Tonight we should be dry and report the cloudy sky, upper 20s. And then Saturday, sunshine, upper 40s. Sunday, partly sunny skies are high near 45. The first day of 2024 will be filled with sunshine. Our high will be in the low 40s. Tuesday, sunny skies are high temperatures Tuesday, mid to upper 40s. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. It's time for the year in review again on AM 1240. A look at the stories from the KFMOB 104 newsroom that made 2023 a memorable year in the parkland. I'm news director Mike Ramsey reporting the news now for July, August, and September from KFMOB 104 News. According to an arrest report from the Missouri State Highway Patrol, a Farmington man, 27-year-old Richard W. Sorby, was arrested for driving while intoxicated involving the death of another in connection to a fatal traffic accident that took place in July in St. Francis County. Highway Patrol traffic accident reports concerning the crash showed a man from Farmington, 69-year-old James E. Pasha, died about 6 a.m. as he was driving his car south on Highway 00 south of Bridge H0500. Sorby was driving an SUV north as it crossed over the center of the road and crashed head-on into Pasha's car. Sorby, who was seriously injured, was flown to Mercy Hospital South at St. Louis. Pasha died at the scene and no further information or possible court dates were available at the time. A burn ban ordinance was discussed for St. Francis County in July. St. Francis County Associate Commissioner David Cater told us then that the county had no way to declare a burn ban during severe drought, and if approved by commissioners, the new ordinance would allow fines for those who didn't follow the ban. We'll have an ordinance. That will be so if we need to enact a burn ban, we can enact it. We'll have the ordinance to back us, and from what I understand, it can be uh, wrote in there to where it can be up to a class a misdemeanor. That uh, drought had farmers and local livestock producers searching areas outside of the state for resources like hay for cattle and horses to feed on. A field livestock specialist with the University of Missouri Extension Office in St. Francis County, Kendra Graham, said producers were starting to import poor quality hay because the need was so high and suppliers were low on local product. The hay supplies are going to be short this year, especially if it does not rain any further for a while. Producers are, are reporting, you know, at least half of the hay crop they're usually used to getting. So they're searching for hay everywhere outside of the area, outside of the state and uh, trying to pull that in. Also in news from last July, the mayor of Bismarck was frustrated with the Missouri Department of Transportation and state government officials for the lack of funding for road repairs in St. Francis County and Bismarck specifically. The mayor of Bismarck, Seth Radford, said he'd been contacting MoDOT asking for help. It's really disappointing. The roads are falling apart around here, our highway roads. I can at least take you to seven, probably more spots between the area of Park Hills and Bismarck on 32 Highway. The roads pop up, it'll just beat you absolutely to death. I've called Sykes and called Sykes and called Sykes and called Jeff City. Does no good to talk to any of these people. They just sit there and don't care about us. However, they spend $2.8 billion on this new expansion. They're going to put a third lane all the way across I-70 across there when you can't get them to fix a pothole here for $280. It's absolutely ridiculous. Radford added the city shouldn't have to pay for the state's responsibility to repair state roads entering and leaving Bismarck. 
Deloge citizens would see their trash rates increase by 3% after the Board of Aldermen meeting in July. The mayor of Deloge, Pete Pasternak, said he didn't sign the ordinance to raise the rates at the time. The reason for that was because there was an automatic cost adjustment in there, and it goes by the Consumer Price Index. So I think, I don't even know I have the number with me right now, I think it's around it would have been around 7%. So the way I looked at it was if I would have vetoed it, I was afraid that maybe the board could then would honor it and then go with the 7%. But the way I looked at it, 3% is better than 7 According to Pasternak, the trash rates uh, did go into effect. They raised from $14 to $14.42. Jefferson County Sheriff Dave Marshak was announcing an arrest and charges against 47-year-old Nicholas Davis and 45-year-old Amanda Davis, both of Dittmer, in July. The charges came after Nicholas Davis allegedly stabbed a Jefferson County Sheriff's deputy July 7th with a screwdriver. He's charged with assault in the first degree, special victim law enforcement officer, and armed criminal action, while Amanda Davis was facing charges of interfering with a felony arrest. Marshak said a deputy conducted a traffic stop in the driveway in the 9500 block of Jones Creek Road, and during the stop, Nicholas Davis exited his home yelling and aggressively approaching the deputy while holding a large flathead screwdriver. Davis ignored orders to back away and was hit with pepper spray. Marshak adds Davis allegedly struck the deputy in the chest with the screwdriver while Amanda Davis exited the home, lunged toward the deputy, grabbed him by the back, and attempted to pull him away. Both suspects then fled inside. Negotiators, the SWAT team, and a canine deputy surrounded the house, and after nearly five hours, Nicholas Davis exited the home yelling at deputies. A SWAT officer fired beanbag rounds, striking him, yet Nicholas continued to resist. The canine unit was deployed, and after being bitten, Davis was taken into custody. Amanda Davis exited the home and was taken into custody without incident. She was booked into the Jefferson County Jail without bond. Nicholas Davis was examined and sent to a local hospital. Organizers with the Grissom Space Center were holding a special event July 22nd in connection with the Big River Chautauqua. Dr. Werner von Braun was one of the characters at this year's Big River Chautauqua event and was portrayed by Larry Bounds. Earl Mullins is with the Grissom Space Center. He said the special event on July 22nd was to change the perception of von Braun. Mr. Bounds is going to appear in character as Dr. von Braun at the museum, but we're going to do a little more than that to entice you to come. It's going to be a half price day, and we would encourage all of you in the area who have not visited the museum who have always wanted to take this opportunity and come in and visit. Bounds says the process of learning von Braun has taken longer than usual. It usually takes at least a year of study. In the case of Ferner uh, von Braun, uh, it's, uh, it's been a little lot longer than a year. I've been studying him and working with his character for close to 10 years now. Werner von Braun was a German-American aerospace engineer. We'll continue with that year in review on KFMO next. Big Deals! Unlock unbeatable savings every day at Parkland Big Deals. Your deal of the day awaits you with extra savings piled on top of already discounted prices from local businesses. Elevate your shopping game, support local businesses, and pocket extra cash. Discover the joy of smart shopping at Parkland Big Deals. Click on the Big Deals logo at kfmo.com or b104fm.com to check out the deal of the day and to save big. Your wallet will thank you. 732 from KFMR. Our schedule this hour a little bit off because of our year in review. Let's return to that program now. 
Department of Maryland was an American aerospace engineer. The KFMO B-104 night at the Farmington Water Park was being called a success last year in July after raising a $1,430.69 for the St. Francis County Rotary Club, this year's chosen charity. An owner and managing partner with Odell Media Group, Chuck Odell, said it was a true team effort with many business leaders in the parkland donating items as prizes for the event. A lot of our you know, businesses stepped up and gave us a lot of neat things for mm -hmm. people to be able to have a chance to win, and we just really appreciate all of our local businesses just you know, donating and making this such a good event and such a good fundraiser. The president of the St. Francis County Rotary, Annette Schnabel, explained partnerships like this would help in the Rotary's efforts to make communities better. We actually have so many activities that we want to sponsor this year as Rotary, so your sponsoring us is making a huge difference. But thanks so much to KFMO for sponsoring us. The two grand prizes, a boy's bike and a girl's bike, were awarded to Isaiah Brooks and 12-year-old Ivy Barton of Park Hills. Records show there were 372 people at the event. St. Francis County law enforcement officials were reporting the death of 5-year-old Caden Rawley, who drowned in Lake Hanna in July. The lake is located off Highway 221 in St. Francis County. Information from the St. Francis County Sheriff's Department indicated the incident took place about noon off Fontana Drive. The chain of events that led to the boy's death began in a lake lot cabin as he, his mother, and other relatives were sleeping. It's alleged the boy woke up and was able to leave the cabin. A girl saw the boy leave and she woke up his aunt for help. The boy's mother and others began to search for the child. He was found in a cove at the lake in the water and unresponsive. CPR was attempted while emergency medical crews were notified. Raleigh was transported to Iron County Medical Center but was later pronounced dead. He and his mother had just moved to the area from St. Louis. Lieutenant Matt Wampler with the St. Francis County Sheriff's Department says no foul play was suspected and autopsy was scheduled. The identity of a body found lying in a ditch in July in the city of Potosi was that of Jacob A. Barton of Park Hills. An autopsy had been performed, yet the cause of death was still undetermined. The investigation into Barton's death continued. His body was discovered lying in the ditch near the area off Highway 8 and Pearl Road. The case was being handled by members of the Potosi Police Department, Washington County Sheriff's Office, and the Washington County Coroner's Office. Law enforcement officials with the Park Hills Police Department needed your assistance in August with an investigation into a drive-by shooting that occurred in the 300 block of St. Joe Drive Saturday, July 29th, about 12.30 in the morning. According to a post on the department's Facebook page, it's the second drive-by shooting in the area. The first occurrence happened July 4th, but a police report was not filed. No other information had been provided. It was an ongoing investigation at the time, and police were looking for your help. They later solved that case. Missouri legislators would meet the second full week of September for this past year's veto session to override any bills vetoed by Missouri Governor Mike Parson. The state representative of the 117th District, Mike Henderson, said the focus might not be on overriding vetoes. The big talk will be on the budget. In our budget this year, we had a lot of money. That's why we've been cutting taxes. The governor vetoed about $550 million in special projects. And so the talk will be, well, we're overriding those vetoes. I honestly don't think we will end up overriding any of them. What he vetoed was a lot of special projects that legislators, I put some in, and Dale Wright put some in, and Elaine Gannon put some in. We all had some in to try to help our area. That veto session in the Missouri legislature began 
began September 13th of this past year. A former Deloge police officer, 52-year-old George Bradley Judge, was facing five years of supervised probation after entering an Alford plea of guilty to one count of felony possession of controlled substances. Judge would also surrender his peace officer standards training licensure. Reports showed a search warrant was executed at Judge's home in Deloge in October of 2019. Reports also indicated authorities found methamphetamine, heroin, hydrocodone, and several other controlled substances during the search. The initial charges against Judge included one count of second-degree drug trafficking and 14 counts of possession of a controlled substance. Judge was an officer and canine handler for Deloge until that search warrant was issued. Officials with the Parkland Health Center were announcing building plans for a new 30,000-square-foot medical office building to house the hospital's primary care services, including family medicine and internal medicine providers, as well as laboratory imaging and retail pharmacy services. The medical office building would occupy one portion of the recently acquired seven-acre property adjacent to the hospital. Construction of the new building was scheduled to begin August 30th with a targeted completion date of November of 2024. St. Francis County residents would be paying a slightly lower property tax rate after the county tax levy public hearing held to prior to one of the weekly commission meetings in August. St. Francis County 2nd District Commissioner David Cater said the state of Missouri gives counties the option to collect a rate of almost 32 cents per $100 assessed valuation. But with a rollback, St. Francis County residents would be paying much less. What we do is we take a lot less because of the sale tax being up and also it's the Hancock Amendment. But we did roll that back to zero to Two nine five percent So uh, they say that we can uh, hold up to $0.31, cents, but we uh, choose to roll that back. In other news, from this past September, an affiliate of Phoenix Investors was announcing the acquisition of the old glass factory in Park Hills, most recently owned by Paramo Glass, an Indian company owned by Blackstone Capital. The building was constructed in 1976 and was formerly inhabited by PGP Glass USA, Incorporated. The acquisition highlights Phoenix's commitment to investing in the Park Hills community and providing superior commercial real estate options to local businesses, as well as avenues for development and growth within the local workforce and economy. 144th District State Representative Chris Dinkins decided to make a run for the senatorial seat in the 27th District in Missouri. Dinkins said she wanted to help bridge the gap between senators and House members so they can get more work done in future sessions. I'm exploring this race because the last few years as chairman of the House Republican Caucus, I've seen the House Republicans pass significant pieces of conservative legislation with attempts to reform the government and just went over to the Senate and they've died. And it doesn't do us any good if we have a Republican supermajority in the House that passes these conservative bills if the Senate isn't willing to get them across the finish line. Dinkins also said she has the experience to navigate the House and Senate. She began her legislative career assisting candidates in local elections and then by becoming a legislative assistant in Representative Paul Fitzwater's office. Dinkins then became the state representative for the 144th District and also holds the chairwoman position on the House leadership team. That's the Parklands News for the months of July, August, and September of 2023 as the KFMO B-104 
for News Year in Review continues. I'm Mike Ramsey, News Director for KFMO, reporting for KFMO News. Be sure to check the website, kfmo.com. Next, we're going to have our regular newscast, so stay tuned to AM 1240. Human trafficking is happening right here in Missouri. You can help combat it by learning the signs of human trafficking and reporting suspicious activity to law enforcement. Victims may appear malnourished, show signs of physical or mental abuse, or avoid social interaction. If you're a victim or know someone who needs help, contact the National Human Trafficking Hotline at 1-888-373-7888 or text the word HELP to BE FREE. Together, we can stop human trafficking in Missouri. Brought to you by the Missouri Attorney General's Office. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Thursday, January 4th. In our newscast, a couple of stories for us this round. The state representative of the 115th District, Cindy Buckeye Courtway, introducing some bills. We'll talk about those. And there were no injuries reported after a wood stove flu fire at a residence in the 700 block of Mulberry Street in Cobalt Village near Fredericktown Tuesday night. A post on the Fredericktown Fire Department's Facebook page indicates crews were called out about 9 p.m. for the residential fire. Upon arrival, firemen found a fire throughout the attic of the home. It was quickly contained to the attic space. The home's occupants were evacuated before the fire department arrived. The state representative of the 115th District, Cindy Buckeye Cordway, is introducing a couple of bills she worked on last year into the new session of the Missouri legislature that began Wednesday. Buckeye Cordway says one of them would help prevent teenage suicide by mental health awareness being taught to children at a younger age. They learn in high school what to look for, but I want them to be taught earlier. I've had a lot of people reach out to me. There's so many um, kids that unfortunately are committing suicide and they're not knowing where to turn before they do something. Buckeye Cordway explains the second bill from the last session that she's bringing back deals with private information. She's also working with a measure that modifies the provisions relating to the endangerment of highway workers. That's our newscast this time around, and we have sports coming up next with Jared Pettis at KFMO. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk for this Thursday, January 4th. We'll have sports, and then we'll get into Career Connection, plus we're going to have a visit with Linda Dickerson-Bell, the Executive Director of the St. Francis County Habitat for Humanity, all coming up on KFMO. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis of the local side boys basketball from Wednesday, the Bourbon Tournament and semifinals. Valley Caledonia beat Liberty Christian 80-43. to Valley will play Vienna in the championship game on Friday from Bourbon. Regular season basketball, North County Falls to Jefferson and Bonterre 71-56, while St. Vincent on their home floor beat the Valley Catholic Warriors 67-57. And it was a Jefferson Blue Jays sweep over MAAA schools. On the girls' side, the Lady Jays beat Kingston and the Lady Cougars 55-19. And the Valley Catholic Warriors topped the Crystal City Lady Hornets 60-24. Boys and girls wrestling in the Farmington tri-match on the boys' side. The Knights go 2-0, and on the girls' side, they go 0 and 2 while in the Washington tri-match, the North County Raiders on the boys' side go 0-2, while the Lady Raiders went 1-1. And, and boys and girls wrestling from St. Genevieve, the Dragons fall to Hillsborough on the boys' side 48-27, but on the girls' side, the Dragons are victorious over the Lady Hawks 54-12.
Coming up today on the local side, a broadcast game on girls basketball as the Bismarck Lady Indians host the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors. Our coverage will begin with pregame about 5.30 with tip-off at 6 o'clock. That's from Bismarck in a small school rivalry matchup. We'll have that again tomorrow, but on the boys' side when Kingston plays West County. Our coverage tonight can be heard on AM 1240 KFMO, online at kfmosports.com, and on your mobile device on the KFMO app. Jefferson is at Arcadia Valley on the girls' side. The West County Lady Bulldogs host the Central Lady Rebels. Dexter is at Farmington against the Knights, and the North County Lady Raiders host Jackson, while the Potosi Lady Trojans are at home against Sullivan. And boys' basketball, Arcadia Valley is at Valley Catholic for a small school showdown. Boys' and girls' wrestling, Potosi, Dexter, and St. Clair all battle Central in the Central Quad match. From there, the Ice and Enterprise Center and the St. Louis Blues play the Vancouver Canucks tonight. Coverage on B104.3 at 6.30, puck drop at 7. The Blues will then head out east. They'll play Carolina on Saturday on the road. All the action for the Blues this season heard on your home for the Blues in the Parkland, B104.3. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs play on Sunday, wrapping up the regular season against the Los Angeles Chargers on the road. Coverage on KFMO starts at 2 with kickoff at 3.25. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid says he doesn't want to minimize the game Sunday just because some key players will be sitting out. This is not a less important game. It's just different guys in, in important positions playing the game and uh, and playing well. So it's you don't you don't just throw these games out. That's not what we're doing with that. Chiefs quarterback Blaine Gabbert on getting that start Sunday along with a number of other backups for the Chiefs. It's a great opportunity and. I told the young guys how to walk through, just have fun. A lot of guys are going to have a great opportunity to go play for the first time, make a start for the first time, right? And um, I've been fortunate to start quite a few games in the NFL, and these opportunities don't come around very often. And um, just make the most of them, have fun, cut it loose, and just go play ball. Again, the Kansas City Chiefs play the Los Angeles Chargers on the road Sunday on KFMO. That wraps up the regular season. The Chiefs, AFC West Division champs, eight straight seasons after their win Sunday over the Cincinnati Bengals. And with more on the Chiefs, it's time for your final regular season, Minute with Mitch, the radio voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's Mitch Holtis. It's time for a Minute with Mitch as we take a moment to discuss football with a play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's presented by Hy-Vee, the proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. I saw the tweet just after the schedule release in May and I thought, yeah, you know, that's going to be tough to deal with, but then I dismissed the thought. Until now. Warren Sharp, an NFL analyst, wrote from week 12 of the season through week 17, the Chiefs will have less rest than their opponent for six consecutive weeks. I would add the opposing team in December also has more days to prepare. The Packers had 10 days to get ready for the Chiefs. The Bills had two weeks. The Patriots had nine days. The Raiders had 11 days. The Bengals last week had nine days to prepare. Hadn't seen that before. Why? According to Sharp, it hasn't happened in 35 years. All the networks want the hottest teams in their best slots. But the NFL has to be diligent to make sure the Chiefs or any team is not scheduled into a significant disadvantage on This Minute with Mitch. Make your next tailgate tail great. 
Go Chiefs! With help from Hy-Vee, proud sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. This football season, find all of your tailgating needs at your local Hy-Vee. From chips and beer to the freshest meat and seafood in town. The culinary pros at Hy-Vee take all of the guests' work out with pre-made dips, snacks, and more. And don't forget to stop by the bakery for a wide assortment of sweet treats. Tailgating has never been easier with help from your local Hy-Vee. Also remember, your local Hy-Vee is the place to find the highest quality beef, hand-selected and sourced from family farms throughout the Midwest. When it comes to beef, Hy-Vee goes the extra mile to bring affordable, tender, and delicious flavor to every tailgate and grill out. Stop into your local Hy-Vee to find Angus Reserve, Choice Reserve, and Prime Reserve beef options for your next gathering. Hy-Vee, proud sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, the Chiefs and Chargers on KFMO at 2 on Sunday, kickoff at 325. NCAA basketball, the Missouri Tigers begin conference play on Saturday when they host the Georgia Bulldogs. Dennis Gates is the Tigers head coach. What does he need to see from his team in conference opener? Our better three-point shooters got to knock down shots. Um, you know, when, when you have Noah Carter who shoots the ball, we know he can shoot the ball. We've seen him shoot the ball, but, you know, uh, hopefully he's gotten it out of his system, all of his misses, and he's due for a game. Uh, likewise, we need everyone who brings something to the event to bring it. Tip-off Saturday is high noon in the conference opener, Missouri and Georgia. And keep it NCAA basketball for the St. Louis University Billikens and Travis Ford and his bunch fell to Loyola on their home floor 80-73. The Billikens now 7-7 seven and seven, and Travis Ford says SLU got outplayed by Loyola. One winning characteristic, you can move it on to the next play and have some fight to you. It's okay to be upset, but you got to be upset in the right way. Have some grit and grit about you. But it's, it, it was just all about toughness and speed and quickness. It was just, they had the edge. They had the edge on that for most of the night. Coach Ford says his team needs to play more consistent and team health is an issue right now. We recognize that. We see it. We're, we're coaching that every day to try to get it. And hopefully at some point it clicks for the whole team. It's not one or two guys. It's, you know, the whole team understand what it takes for this team to be successful consistently. And it will start by getting everybody healthy. The Billikens are at George Mason on Saturday for a 1 o'clock tip-off. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Unlock unbeatable savings every day at Parkland Big Deals. Your deal of the day awaits you with extra savings piled on top of already discounted prices from local businesses. Elevate your shopping game, support local businesses, and pocket extra cash. Discover the joy of smart shopping at Parkland Big Deals. Click on the Big Deals logo at kfmo.com or b104fm.com to check out the deal of the day and to save big. Your wallet will thank you. It's time now for your B104.3 and KFMO Career Connection. Heard twice daily to provide you with career opportunities. The City of Farmington is hiring a Code and Zoning Enforcement Inspector. The position enforces city zoning and property maintenance regulations and nuisance ordinances. Starting pay is $16 per hour. Apply online at farmington-mo.gov or at 110 West Columbia Street, Farmington. The City of Farmington is hiring an evening shift and weekend custodian for the Civic Center. Starting pay for the position is $13.50 per hour. Apply online at farmington-mo.gov or at 110 West Columbia Street, Farmington. If you are a business seeking employees, 
and wish to be on during the Career Connection, contact our business office at 431-6350. For more information on Career Connection postings, go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com. Let's go Cardinals. Minerary Cardinals, that is. Hi, this is Brandon Hubbard. Come hang out with your friends at Hub's Pub and Grill in Bonterre, Potosi. We offer great lunch and dinner items and daily specials from sandwiches, steaks, fish, salads, or wings. We have something you'll love. Stop by and see us before or after the game. That's Hub's Pub and Grill in Bonterre and Potosi. Check us out on Facebook or online at hubspubandgrill.com. Stop on by Hub's Pub located at 10 South Dover Street in Bonterre and 220 West High Street in Potosi. It's the start from KFMO. Thank you for being with us today. Today is Thursday, January 4th, and it's 7.52. It's time for this month's edition of the St. Francis County Habitat for Humanity Report, and we have the executive director of the group, Linda Dickerson-Bell, with us here on the radio. Hi, Linda. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How about you? Oh, okay. Everything's just (laughs) flying by like crazy. I feel like... It is. New year, uh, new everything, right? Who is it? Casey Jones and the train going downhill (laughs) real fast? Uh, Look out for that. That's how I felt. And I was pulling in this morning when you were like, I'm running late. And I'm like, I'm never on time. So, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that implies that sometimes I'm on time. I guess I shouldn't even say that. No. Well, let's jump right into the interview here. Um, You wanted to talk about the restore yes um, how's it doing for the new year it's doing great um, mm-hmm. obviously we're still open about six days a week so that's wonderful we were able to hire a full-time paid staff which is the one thing that we really desperately needed to do for some time ago um, I know that I just we hear people talk about why do you sell things that people give you that is a complaint that people often will say to us and what they don't understand is that we do it in order to raise funds to make to make money to build houses for habitat so while that is our mission and the reason that we have to charge for things that come into our stores because we have overhead we have rent and we have utilities and we now have a paid staff and all of that you know we appreciate greatly the donations that are given to us and we hope that nobody ever chooses not to donate to us because we do turn around and sell it because we do sell it as at a great price to the people but it also as an opportunity for us to raise funds so if you can give of something that you have left over furniture appliances and those types of things give those to us we're able to put those in our building sell them to someone who's in need keep them out of the landfill and then also be able to raise money for habitat so if you can't give money you can give product to help us out you can give time your hours to volunteer to help us keep the store open and there's so many things so I, I recently had a friend of mine had said you know on her Facebook post I never give to someone who take, turns around and sells what I give them. And I was like, I think they don't quite understand how it is. No, they don't. So I'm sure that there are organizations out there that don't do it the way that we do, but it is truly a mission for us to be able to keep good usable items out of the landfill and still be able to raise money for Habitat for Humanity. And a lot of the older people that donate to us, they just don't know what else to do with it. So it's a great benefit to them to be able to give something that's still good and usable that's not the type of people that just like to throw good things in the mm-hmm. landfill. Sure. So it gives them an opportunity to get rid of a product feel good about what they're doing because they are in essence helping someone else so i, can I just think wanted of, to touch on I, that i can think of four organizations off the top of my head Please, yes. that have resale stores that do nothing but sell things people donate so they can help the organization and their mission right right and so when i read that i was a little disturbed and i started to comment and it was one of those things where you can either choose to step in the stuff or you can choose to walk over (laughs) it so i walked over it 
But I, I prayed about it and, and talked about it and thought, of, you know, I was like, maybe we do need to explain why we have to do that because mm-hmm. you're giving to support our mission. You're not giving to pad our pocketbooks because we don't do that in any yeah, way. So exactly, thought it would be a good opportunity to say that. Well, yeah, it's a good. And sometimes I, I when I see something like that, I check the profile of the person saying sure. that. I just look at it, and you know what? About eight to nine out of ten times, it's just not got anything there. No. It'll have maybe what town they live in. Maybe. Maybe it'll have one or two friends or 14 or something. And no posts. Maybe one or two posts of their profile pic. Absolutely. And that's about it. Right. right. So there are a lot of pot stirrers. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was actually a friend of mine. And I think that's why maybe I took it more personal and and thought maybe I should take an opportunity. And I will one-on-one to explain that, you know, we are certainly not taking advantage of anyone. And it was a great... A huge step for us to even put this restore out there it would be so much easier for me personally not to operate the restore because it is another full-time job but we do it because it's a good thing for our community it's a great opportunity for those to give things that they no longer need it's a great great opportunity for people to come in and purchase items that they can't afford to purchase new and it's a wonderful opportunity for us to give a person a full-time job and also for us to be able to raise a little bit of money to build a house our goal is to eventually raise enough money there to make and actually build another house mm-hmm. so to actually build a, a third or fourth house in st francis county so that's what we do it for yeah so. that's, that's <laughs> you know i i'm i'm kind of stunned that somebody i'm stunned that even... we have to explain it too yeah, so, yeah. i really am but yeah. we but do. i'm also always stunned that i have to explain that when we build habitat houses that we don't just give them away so <laughs> right you know we don't that's, <laughs> that's that's an assumption i can understand yes. anyway at yeah. least but the other one i just can't yeah. uh okay so uh volunteers do you need still so we're always accepting volunteers we're actually not as dependent upon them right now in the restore since we do have a paid staff but we are 100 percent dependent upon them to build the houses so we are still working with the lifesavers ministry group they come out with us every monday help us out tremendously we're able to teach them a trade they're able to help us in turn and it's just a great ministry relationship between the two organizations we still actively work with probation and parole so they'll bring a group of gentlemen out and they'll help us out they actually just helped us put a roof on a house and that was about a five thousand dollar cost savings it's a great opportunity again for them to get out help the community and participate so it's just a wonderful wonderful organization and in march the kids from farmington high school will be coming back so we'll get them every monday and every wednesday that is exhausting but it is so much it's just such a reward to see these kids so many of these kids have absolutely no idea first and foremost what habitat is what we do and then so many of them don't have a clue as to how to hold a hammer or do any of the other things so that's what i was just great i was thinking you're probably hearing things like i think they're kidding right yeah (laughs) where's the what do i do with the what do i do with this yeah and a lot of things they learn you know they learn you know they have a better understanding of what a lot of their parents go out and do throughout the day so you'll see that happen and then some of them learn that they either want to do something or they figure out that i think i'll stay in school so i don't have to do this either way it's a win-win yeah they can kind of get a career choice made possibly out of that too we love it we we love our time with the kids just as we do with every other volunteer and then we still actively um have community service volunteers that come out who are court-ordered community service volunteers our prosecuting attorney sends us a handful of people every month and we appreciate that Um, give them an opportunity to go out and participate in the community pay off their fines and uh, we have Deloge City that sends us Park Hill City Farmington all of the local city municipalities will give them they don't make them come but they give them as an opportunity to either pay off their fines or come and work with us so we greatly appreciate that as well very good yeah I'd rather swing a hammer than 
right? You know, reach in my pocketbook and right. and help somebody. You yeah. can actually help somebody have a home. You know, that's a great choice. Yeah, and uh, they can also do those hours in the restore if they can't swing a hammer oh because yeah. that is a lot of the times. A lot of the people are just on a fixed income mm-hmm. on Social Security disability and cannot logically pay the fines but they have an opportunity to come out and contribute so sure we, we appreciate that well unfortunately you know we were out running of out of time today <laughs> but uh how do people call you real so quick? the resource 747-1305 open monday through saturday my office is 760-1702 reach out to us excellent thanks, thanks. linda for Thank being you. so patient with me and my radio program no, I today appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate, I appreciate that. you running late when i'm running late all right thank you very much that's linda dickerson bell she of course the executive director of the st francis County Habitat for Humanity group. It's 8 o'clock here at KFMO Park Hills. Time for CBS 